when the thicker thighed, bigger ass started to come in, when that started to be more trending, people were like, oh, it's my time. Not you guys anymore. You're out. We are not the same. And it's an interesting dynamic because you know what it felt like to not be in. And why would you ever want to continue that trend? Even if it makes you feel better now, it really doesn't. The big question is this. In a world of fake Instagram models and bad diets, how do real people achieve their fitness goals? We are an army of hardworking women changing their lives through fitness and health. Wherever you are at on your journey, we have the answers to how to make working out and eating well a part of your life. Join us in changing the dialogue for women everywhere. Welcome to the Thick Thighs Save Lives podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Thick Thighs Save Lives podcast. I'm Kelsey. I'm Rachel. Remember when you opened (laughs) up with... The first thing you said to me when you saw me was, you look tired. No, that wasn't the first thing. Yeah, the first thing I did was say, is this Rachel Forbots? <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, are you tired? Well, you can't say no. <laughs> I was, imagine if you were like, oh, are you tired? And the other person was like, no, not at all. I'm very well rested. <laughs> You can't say no. Yes. Someone asked me that one time. They were like, this is in my younger years. They were like, are you tired? And I was like, no, I've been crying. (laughs) (laughs) And then it was like already out of my mouth. And I was like, well, this is awkward now. (laughs) Every man in the room went running away at full speed. I have somewhere to be. (laughs) I gotta go. You know, pure honesty coming out over here. It's really hard to prevent with you because it's 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 because it's happening so fast. Over the years, I feel like you've done a little bit better at building a filter, mm. but I feel like when you see me, you're like, "Well, that's all done." It's it's. I've off. been using that all day, <laughs> and it's pretty tired at this point. So I'm just gonna turn that shit right off. It literally is so true. Like, guys, do you have these people in your life that like? You're doing well on things like all day, the things you're working on. You're not, you know, you have a lot of patience and you're working on your filter. And then you have those people that like, no matter what, when you're around them, like it's off. Like my filter is immediately off when I'm with Rachel. Like I And your patience. (laughs) Like it's almost like it's like, it's, it's like relief though. You can just be myself. Yeah. It's like, oh, I've been working on that. Good thing we don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, I'll just take you as you are. You're de- good enough. Well, here's Decent. the thing with that. I really feel there are certain people that no matter what you say, like you're never really going to offend them. Like you, like that was probably a little offensive, but like you're not mad at me. Oh my God. I won't even remember <laughs> it in three minutes. I won't yeah. even remember <laughs> That you said that. Like you can't offend certain people in your life. So you're just like, well, here we are. Good luck offending me, Kelsey, because I've, I know I, we've, we've been through some shit. We've been through some shit and it's, it's we live in the same happen. room. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you're even, not going to, even when me. you put that tape mark down and said, I couldn't cross it and the door to get out was on the other side. And I was like, well, how am I going to leave? Good luck. <laughs> Good fucking luck. <laughs> 
And don't cross that line either. I'll beat the crap out of you. Because <laughs> she broke my arm once. I mean. When we had bunk beds. It wasn't beds. purposeful. Well, it's, you yanked me off. <laughs> I mean, I didn't mean to break your arm. <laughs> I meant to hurt you a little. <laughs> and our mom was like, you did this, Rachel, when, when I couldn't put my seatbelt on after that. Help her with her seatbelt. You broke her arm. <laughs> I know. But middle child guilt is always a thing. So, I mean, sure. I'll live with that forever. But... Mm-hmm. I am very excited to be back home. I'm hoping to take a nap today. Yeah. I'm traveling a lot in my, oh my God, you know, you get your travel hips. Oh, yes. My hips are hurting so much. It's a real thing. Like, like sitting stuck. in those seats and you can't like fully like open up your legs. <laughs> well, you know what I do, which always weirds people out. Well, I make marks sit next to if you Another know on part. a plane yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. i get always the window seat <laughs> in the middle yeah but i always i spend the whole entire flight alternating between one leg up yes and then the other leg up mm-hmm. so i never sit like with two Straight feet on, on the ground mm-hmm. ever so yeah. i'll just put like i'll fold one knee in and then that'll get that'll hurt after a while so i'll fold the other knee in yeah. but i'm taking up a really lot of room <laughs> but it's only from mark so i feel like it's fine yeah yeah but that's my only like go to to try to keep my hips from just completely collapsing but they're Mm. hurting right now so yeah you gotta get your nighttime stretches and i'm telling you they're a game changer for me i do need to start 10 15 minutes done i feel like so much better do it every night and it's like proven that it helps your sleep yeah like sounder sleep deeper sleep like just better quality Mm -hmm. if you're if like you do stretches at night yeah i just you know what it is one of those habits though no, but my nightly, okay, the older I've got, I'm like, I feel like I'm like a shriveling prune that needs <laughs> so much care at this point. Like before, mm. I was like the, I was like a cactus. I was the <laughs> easiest houseplant you'd ever seen. I barely needed any water. I barely needed any care. This is true. I mean, just ignore me for large amounts of time. I'll be fine. Now, okay. There is like a 25 minute thing that I have to do before I go to bed or else like I die. I really feel that because you've been like such an extreme cactus for the majority of your life, that even the smallest bit of care seems extreme to you. Dude, it is so <laughs> long as there's multi-levels of moisturizer, yep. lip balms, mm. there's teeth things. You do good with your lip balm. Eye drops. Yep. I'm telling you, I need so much moisturization. <laughs> I'm drying out. I feel like I'm... I'm like a, I'm becoming a raisin every day and I have to just like douse myself with all kinds of oils. You're not becoming a raisin. I have this cuticle thing that I have to do. Because yeah, it's, that's I nice. have hand lotion. Like, yeah. no, but it takes so long. I'm not going to, I can't stretch too. I'll oh my be, God. I'll have to start getting ready for bed. Stretching over lotion, I say. I will have to start getting ready for bed at seven o'clock. <laughs> You do get ready pretty early, honestly, because every time I'm like at your house, like things just start to wind down earlier and I'm like, I'm actually tired and I wouldn't be going to bed for another two hours. No, I shut off all the like again yeah. things. And, it's like, very common. Yeah, but that's from our sleep episode of like the, how you have to start way early and like yeah. build the, cause I find that helps. Me. I like it. If you haven't heard our sleep episode, get on get, that. Get show. on that. Cause it's a real good one. Today we're going to talk about, um, body and body image in a way of 
trendy fashion. Trending bodies. What's in, what's out? Is yours in? Is yours out? Where are we at? I mean, I said this earlier, but I <laughs> I can't. I cannot wait for <laughs> cellulite. Cellulite. <laughs> I can't wait till that's trending because like put me to the top. I'm going to be on all the magazines. <laughs> I am going to be like the in body. They're going to be like, no one's ever seen cellulite quite like hers. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. I can't wait. But basically what we're talking about today is the amount of trends that go on in body types and how sometimes all in one lifetime you're in, you're out, yes. you're indifferent. It's there's so many beauty standards that are constantly changing. And I think we've all seen this with our body type being very desirable at some point and then very not at some point. Mm -hmm. And how do you stick with the trends and love your body through all of that? Yeah. And I really, I think this came to the forefront for me when I saw that meme floating around that was like one type of woman, like there are two types of people that go to the gym and it showed like a skinnier woman probably doing some type of cardio and then like a thicker thighed big ass woman. And the like caption was like, we are not the same. And for me, it was very telling for what trend was in because it was clearly designed to shame the skinnier woman. And this, this is something that has happened when your body has been out of style. Then when it comes in, you feel like it's my time and now I have to shame the other one because I've been shamed. And that is the vicious circle that I really want to talk about today and how we can put an end to that. Because, because that shit is for the birds. That shit is for the birds. Like that has got to go just because your body is in now or maybe it isn't or maybe you're like closer. You know what I mean? Because it's never fully in. No. Right. That would mean you had complete self-acceptance and confidence. And yes. I mean, for women, the world is not designed for that to happen. No, but it might be half in, right? Like your lower half might be in, your top half might be in, your eyebrow might be in. <laughs> My eyebrows are not in. Your eyebrows, we passed those eyebrows. <laughs> we got to get with the trend. No, but when the thicker thighed, bigger ass started to come in, when that started to be more trending, people were like, oh, it's my time. Not you guys anymore. You're out. We are not the same. And it's an interesting dynamic because you know what it felt like to not be in. And why would you ever want to continue that trend? Even if it makes you feel better now, it really doesn't. Well, it's just based on anger of yep. for so long trying to meet a beauty standard that your body was never designed to meet. And for a lot of women, when like the really, really thin was in like the 90, oh my God, we're wicked dating ourselves right yeah. now. <laughs> when yeah. it was like every runway was just like, really exceptionally thin women. Yeah. And almost it, emaciated. Yeah. It was, it, it there was so many women that mm -hmm. were left with feeling like I have no choices in clothes because all of the clothes are built for this kind of one body type. And mm -hmm. I am not going to meet that ever. And it was just built on so much anger of feeling like, why am I 
not going to belong here. And, and everything that I do of trying to starve myself and mm-hmm. trying to stay on cardio machines for hours and trying desperately to be in, it builds up a lot of anger. And I understand why people are kind of quick to clap back when that goes out and their a bigger body type comes in because mm-hmm. they're like, well, yeah, F you. Because yep. I had all of that time trying to starve myself mm-hmm. and now I'm in, so you're out. And I get it. But if we continue on that road, there's only a matter of time before you're out again. Mm-hmm. And that is going to, as you said, that it's a vicious cycle that's just going to continue. Absolutely. And I just, it's a funny thing because as soon as we start to recognize it, we're like, oh, oh, I've done that. Right. And we start to see the trends of like when, you know, a ton of people are getting large breast implants, people have started to get ass implants. Like, you know, and I can think back to times where that, you know, super, super thin image was in. And I kept looking at my thighs or easily like carried my weight there and like gained some muscle and were like, I, uh, uh, I'm not in like, why are these and tried to hide it. And when I think about how those trends really change, it's, it's just with people who have decided to own the body that they have. And rock the confidence because what we're attracted to is not actually the aesthetic because it changes. And then we're attracted to a new aesthetic, right? Like the part down the middle when it was like a Pee Wee Herman was like so out. But as soon as we started being like, no, part down the middle is so in, we were like, oh, okay, that's not like seventh grade dance. Like, oh, once I saw the girls on TikTok being like, listen, old ladies, you can't part your hair to the side anymore. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows that you're over 35. You need to start parting your hair down the middle. I was like, I do. Yes. Oh, oh. And I started parting. Oh, that. Okay. She told me that looks good. Mm -hmm. But really, what did she tell me? She told me that I could be confident doing X, Y or Z. Yes. And, and the other thing that I wanted to talk about with that is the language that encompass that, that comes along with this, this thing. And it sounds a little bit of something like this. Real women look like this. And that changes. It changes so many times, so much over time. And the answer is real women look like nothing. They have so many different looks. You're not real if you, you know, have a curvy body. You're not real if you have a straight pencil body. You're not, none of those things. You're all real. Well, I think the thing that, you know, you alluded to, and I, it just stands the test of time is that it is always going to be about confidence Mm. and the people that have driven in these trends and, you know, changed things in, in the trendy body categories have all come in with such extreme confidence. Yes. And that's the whole entire game. Mm. It was like when Michelle Obama came in with jacked arms and people were like, I've never seen a first lady yep. that ha- she is so And what does this mean? You know, everyone started going like, well, what does this mean about her? And it was just like that she can rock whatever she wants. But here's the thing. There was a whole movement towards now we're going to all do workouts for Michelle Obama arms. Yes. And, you know, J-Lo J-Lo came (laughs) in with her big booty Mm -hmm. and she said, like, I'm not covering this up. 
I'm not, um, but I'm like, let's imagine, okay, let's imagine for a second. If these women Mm -hmm. that were these quote unquote trendsetters, let's imagine if at the time they knew their body wasn't the in body. And so they tried to cover it up. Imagine if Michelle wore full sleeves all the time because she was like, oh my God, my arms don't really fit the standard of what a first lady looks like. Mm -hmm. Imagine if JLo just like wore long, you know, cover things that covered her bum because she was like, this is not really in and I'm not going to fit. Yes. We would have never had it. And this is something I was thinking about the other day because I thought it's just it tends to be a lot easier for men. Like I was thinking about like Tom Cruise has this like big giant nose. And it was like, what if he entered in the film industry and was like, I don't fit the aesthetic here. Like I should just get a nose drop. Like we would have never had these things that came out and just like gave us all these different looks at what people are and redefining beauty. Like we would have never had that. So every step we take to try and meet this aesthetic, we get away from being what we have to bring to the table and owning it. Because if you're trying to be someone else, you'll always be less than. And you'll always, I think, have that underlying feeling of Mm -hmm. being a pretender and not being authentic. And I'm going to tell you something that I have learned in my life is that despite what a person physically looks like on the outside, the thing that I am attracted to the most about them Mm. is whether or not they are authentic. Yes. I think that everything about their physical appearance takes a second seat once I realize someone's authentic. Mm -hmm. They all of a sudden look more attractive to me, funnier. Everything about them just reads as enhanced almost. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, their little quirky things start looking like, wow. Trendy. I want that. <laughs> yeah. I want that because it's just so authentic. It's so real. I'm just, and I, and I don't think that's unique to me. Mm-mm. I think all people are drawn to authenticity and that is really never goes out of style. Yeah. It's always trendy. Well, that's, that's how these things have come into play too. Is like someone came in rocking it and being authentic and being unapologetic about it. And then everyone else is like, Oh. Because really you set the tone, you're the thermostat. You set the tone for what is allowed, the criticisms that are allowed to come about your body, about your appearance, what you'll let in, what you won't. And like, that's a vibe. It's It's not a look. It's really not a look. It's a whole ass vibe that you bring to the table. Remember when um, we were younger and like all the kids on the neighborhood would make fun of my lips. Yeah. Do you remember? Absolutely. Do you remember all the bad names they called me mm-hmm. and like all the things? And then, and then, and then came Angelina Jolie. Yes. And she was so incredibly unique looking yes. that people were like, whoa, I've never seen anything. And then all of a sudden, big lips, lips came are in. in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's my time. <laughs> but really, all that proved to me at a very young age mm-hmm. was like, All that time I spent so embarrassed and worried and I literally like looked up things to like make them look smaller. Now that seems laughable because everybody's trying to make them look bigger. Yeah. But like that just proved to me at a young age that it's really not ever going to. Oh, why are you getting cured up? (laughs) Why? Because the kids called me bad names. You know, I just... I know that everyone has had these moments where they're not in and like they look in the mirror and see that thing and they're like, 
that's not cool. I want to make that different or smaller. And like, it makes me feel sad. <laughs> oh, don't tear up. Those kids are trash bags anyway. <laughs> Those kids were trash bags. And I, and you know, that's the other thing is like anybody who is going that far to go out of their way to comment on your physical appearance in a, in a negative way, they belong in the trash can. That's, (laughs) that's just what they are. And that's where I think that meme belongs to. Oh, we are not the same. We are not the same. Somebody squats and somebody doesn't like, excuse you. Excuse Go you. right to the trash can where you belong body shaming other women because it doesn't belong. And if you think it's lifting you up, it's not. It's really not. That's paper thin. So so I had some, I wrote down some things mm-hmm. that I feel like, are you ready to go this or? Well, I just wanted to say why this is so important, why it's really important to recognize these things that we're like peeling apart about ourselves and trying to change and warp into what's trending now, because I feel like it's holding us back from our greatness. And I, I wholeheartedly believe this because I saw it in myself when we started, we've talked about when we started the podcast, how we didn't really fit. We didn't fit health and fitness. We, our message didn't fit health and fitness. For me personally, I felt like my, my, my voice didn't fit a podcast voice. Um, I felt like the way that I talk and think was not going to be good for a podcast because it kind of goes all over the place. Sometimes ADHD is a real thing and it can be a little bit scattered and not organized for a podcast. And those things, when you, when you don't see it out there already, it can really hold us back from trying out the things that that could make us great, that we really want to do. We definitely weren't trendy, that's for sure. We weren't trendy. And that has come into trend as we've moved along. And then we're like, oh, okay, we've been here. But the thing is, someone had to start that, right? And the same thing when we started the weekly workouts was like, when I watched our first ones back, I just said like, this isn't right. Those, That's like the, what I remember the phrase that kept going back in my mind is like, this isn't right. You don't look right. You don't, you're not speaking right. You don't look like you're not mixing. You're not fitting in one of the two categories, which is what I saw in fitness. Either you were, you know, bodybuilding looking with like a lot of eyelashes and, and this is no shame towards either of these things. There's, this is just not a look I had where you were like nails and eyelashes and you kind of looked glam or you were like super jacked and you were more like rough and rugged, but like you were very jacked and put together. And I was like, I don't fit in either of these categories. Like I'm pretty fit, but I don't don't look like going down the street. Like you're not like, wow, you are super fit. And like, I kind of like wild hair. I don't like eyelashes. (laughs) Like nothing. I couldn't see me out there in the fit as being a person in the fitness industry. But you couldn't see you out there. And that was a deterrent to putting yourself out there. Yes. But there are so many people that will never see themselves out there Mm. unless someone else goes and says, well, wait a minute. And that's, you know, what we've tried to do everywhere Mm. in our company is say like back when it wasn't cool and it wasn't hip and trendy, we were saying, we're going to show all bodies As many bodies as we can Mm -hmm. in our clothes, because there are a lot of women that are not 
being represented yeah. in like the like model photo sh- shots of, you know, clothes. Mm-hmm. And how are they supposed to envision themselves yeah. in the clothes if and and you never really can cuz no one's ever really you. Yes. But like you said, I don't fit here. And so I don't want to put this out because I don't belong. But if that had been the case, if it just was, I'm not going to exist because I'm not what's trending, Mm. then do you exist? Exactly. And that would have stopped so much in, for me personally, that would have stopped so much growth in my life if because I didn't see it, I couldn't be, I couldn't be, I couldn't exist. I couldn't just bring like exactly what I bring as scattered and whatever as it is. And I think for a lot of women who look out and they don't see themselves, you know, in their job, in their occupation, or as an athlete, they don't see athletes who look like them, similar to them, you know, athletes that have cellulite and like, you know, extra um, belly fat or like, you know, that are larger bodies that are athletes that are amazing athletes. And we describe them as amazing athletes. Like, it's, it's you. It's you. Like, don't be in the shadows. I don't want you to be in the shadows because you don't see it out there. We got to put you out there. Let's put you out there because there is a whole audience of people that will be here for it. Mm-hmm. And I was writing down, you know, some stuff because I felt like I always like little tips and tricks. Yes. Tips and tricks to what can you I take thinking, with you to get this? Yeah, because I was thinking like, okay, yes, it's a great idea to say mm-hmm. like, well, I'm in no matter what. Yes. And I am trending. But I like tips and tricks as to how do we actually implement this in our life? Because it's easy to say mm-hmm. and it's easy to kind of like get behind. But what are some little things that we can do? So I was just like jotting down some things, just like thinking in my mind. One of the things that I think is really important in the path towards owning your body and setting your own trend and being the trend that is authenticity is honestly investing in a great wardrobe. And I know that this sounds a little bit like, huh? Like, but real talk. Yeah. Wearing clothes that you love and that fit really well and that flatter you in all the places that you love mm-hmm. and that are like they, they just make you feel some kind of way you know the outfits i'm talking about yeah that make you feel some type of way that is an investment mm-hmm. in your life and i know that a lot of women you know they put their clothes kind of last on the list because you know their kids need this thing and you know their house needs this thing and there's so many things or they're holding their breath to become something different oh I'll buy cute clothes when I Mm. fit into the mold of what's trendy. Yes. When I lose 20 pounds, Mm -hmm. that's when I'll buy new clothes. Mm -hmm. You need new clothes that make you feel great right now, right now, because the whole entire journey into finding and loving yourself and owning it starts literally today, this minute. And when you can look in the mirror and say like, damn, I look so great. Mm. I love this shirt on me. Yeah. It is so, so important. And honestly, that is some of the reason why we have a fitness clothing company. Mm. Because it is so important when women go to the gym that they look at themselves and feel some type of way, confident and comfortable. And like their clothes are flattering them Mm. on every level. 
that is something that is worth investing money into. And it is not something that I think that women should think of as like extra. Yeah. Oh, oh, I, I got to put that last on the list. I shouldn't have new clothes because there are so many more important things. Mm-hmm. Like, no, that is so important in your life. Like, honestly, like wearing the right bra. Yes. Seriously. Like having a whole bunch of like cheap, like old, you know, bras from five years ago that Mm -hmm. really don't fit you anymore. These are things that we look at every day and go, oh, God, you like rush past the mirror. Yes. That is a really important thing, in my opinion, in getting in getting to a place where you really feel like you can own your body is having the, you know, the clothes that are on it be really like just invest in it. Invest in it. It's worth the money. It's something that you don't realize makes a huge difference until you're in it and you can feel your day shift around and you're like, wow, I'm walking in with confidence and I'm feeling good today. I'm looking good and feeling good. I'm I'm doing the damn thing. And something that I really thought about when you said like clothes that fit us is when something doesn't fit us, we tend to blame our bodies which is literally the most outrageous thing I hate that. that I can think of. Instead of blaming a piece of cloth, we blame the vessel that carries us through this life. Can you imagine that? Like, <laughs> this is bizarre. It's very like, bizarre. It's so bizarre. Like, we, we, blame, we blame our body and say, well, I need to fit into these jeans. No, those jeans don't fit me. They don't fit my body and they got to go get some new ones. Like we are not going to, yeah, it's a piece of cloth. We don't warp ourselves into fitting into any box. If it's going to fit you or it's going to be gone. It belongs in the trash can, just like those people, <laughs> just like those kids. <laughs> no, but really, like, really don't mm. ever, ever say, ugh my thighs. I I can't fit into these jeans. No, Mm. those jeans don't fit into your life. Yes. And they just need to see you later. Mm -hmm. Like I got places to be and I'm sorry, but I'm not going to spend all of my time trying to change myself to fit into that because you're not doing that in any other place in your life. Mm -mm. So the second thing I was thinking of was um, that it's really important not to do workouts that you hate. Mm. And I, this also sounds like a, like a weird, but there are so many connections to workouts that you hate and trying to change your body to be trendy, right? So like, I don't really enjoy booty band workouts, mm. but I have to do them because I have to change myself and mold myself into what's trendy. That is Doing workouts you hate every day is absolutely a step in the direction of not owning the body that you truly have right now. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I I have to run. Mm -hmm. I have to run. I hate it, but I have to run because if I don't, I'm not going to have that thin, those thin legs that are in right now. All of that is a no-go for me. Mm -hmm. The whole point of working out is to love and celebrate and enjoy your body. Mm -hmm. And it needs to be in a way that you love. And that is a small thing that you can do in saying like, I don't really want to do booty band workouts. And that is what's in right now, but I don't love it. So I'm not going to do it. That little small decision is like right there is like saying, fuck that trend. Yes. 
I'm authentic. Those little decisions are really what builds this confidence to be able to own whatever it is that you are doing, feeling, looking like at the time. Like those little decisions become yours. They really are. They're yours. You're not morphing into anything else. You're not morphing into a trend or a workout or just trying to fit in or trying to get through this thing. You're like, no, 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 thanks. No, thanks. I do what I want. I don't want to work on my bat wings for an hour at the gym. That doesn't feel rewarding. I hate myself the whole time because I'm looking in the mirror, looking and focusing on the thing I hate about Mm -hmm. my body. It's like this. And then people wonder why they don't want to go to the gym. Yeah. Like if the whole entire time you spend like focusing on all the things you hate and are trying to change. Yes. Who would, who would get up for that every day? (laughs) I can't wait to go to the gym to hate myself today. That is no wonder fitness isn't enjoyable. Mm -hmm. So let's do the things that we love in celebration of our body. And that small decision of like, no, I'm not going to spend my time at the gym working on ways to fit into a box. I'm going to do, I'm going to spend my time on something I love. Mm-hmm. I love running. I really enjoy. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I mean, this is example. <laughs> this is hypothetical. <laughs> I love running. It clears my mind. Mm-hmm. I don't really care if that doesn't give me the squatting booty that's in right now because I love it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. One one small example of this too, because this this can have some like ebbs and flows of your workout. I I tip, I enjoy the type of functional fitness that I do, but there are pieces of strength building that I don't enjoy. And I knew we went through a period of time where I knew I had to do a ton of strength training to get to the goals that I set for myself. But it got to a point where I really wasn't enjoying it, and although they were working towards my goals, I was not enjoying the process and it was getting me really down. And I went, I'm not going to do that right now. You did? Yeah. And I said, I'm going to come back. I'm so proud of you. I'm not going to do that. Because your personality is one where you have to watch out for like the amount of self-sacrificing you'll do Mm -hmm. because you tend to just be like, you know, I'll put myself in the most uncomfortable situations and say that that's growth. Mm -hmm. Like the more uncomfortable I am, the better I'm getting. Mm -hmm. And more suffering. (laughs) <laughs> you t- you do tend to do that and mm-hmm. and I think that it's it's a, an important thing to recognize about yourself. Yep. And say like okay, I understand this about myself. But also, wow. <laughs> it wasn't enjoyable and you said like oh, pump the brakes here. Pump the brakes. Why here. am I doing this? I'm not this is not bringing me joy and it hasn't for this extended period of time. I gave it a chance. I gave it a chance. That's important. Yes. And now I'm going to step back and be like, I need to find my joy again. Yeah. I want this to be fun again. I want, I want to enjoy this daily and it's not happening. And like, I feel like the little decisions that came before that gave me the confidence to be able to say like, no, no, I know better right now. I love that. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> I think that's a really, really good example because there are a certain amount of things where you say like, hey, you know, I don't love mobility, but it's important. I don't love stretching before Mm -hmm. bed, but it's important to my overall health and and helps me to feel good. But there's a line that you need to draw and say like, wait a minute here. Mm -hmm. I'm fitnessing because I love myself, right? Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the third thing is, I I know, but I'm a little nervous to say it because (laughs) it's one of those ones, Kels, where it's like... 
You know, this is a little bit before, I think before it's time. And I think people are going to be like, not ready for this. So I'm a little bit nervous on receiving some hate on this. I agree. Okay. It's it's before it's time for sure. We need to stop commenting on other women's bodies. Mm -hmm. Okay. Full stop. I know you're going to come after me for the fact that this is lifting other women up and saying like, but like when I say, oh my God, I wish I had your booty or, oh my God, I wish I had your eyelashes or I've had people say to me, I wish I had your lips. (sighs) Okay. On the surface, it seems complimentary and like you're lifting up another woman and you're, and we always say this when you compliment someone else, it it lifts up your day. You feel better about yourself. But here's what I'm going to say when we're commenting on solely on people's appearances. That isn't, I'm going to get a lot of hate for the, that isn't working for either one of those people in the positive own your body, love yourself direction. Here's why the woman you just said it to now is kind of feeling a lot of her worth is based on something that is the is on the outside, the way she looks. Mm-hmm. If I lose said butt, yes. or if my lips go out of style, mm-hmm. I am no longer as worthy. Mm-hmm. And then the woman that said it is when you say, I wish I had your, yes, you are innately bringing your own self down. You are pointing out your doubts about yourself, your things that you lack confidence in. I wish I had your lips means I hate my lips. Mm-hmm. 100%. I know, I, but I think you people know are going to be mad about it. Yeah, but here's the thing. I know you mean well. When you say this, I know you mean well. And it could be coming from a place of just straight admiration. And I get it. I totally get it. But as a receiver of some of those comments specifically about your body. People have said, and you've been on on either side of this, right? Like people will say something about, I wish I had your abs, your six pack, right? And on days where I feel a little bit fluffier, I feel, I feel like, oh, what are people going to think less of me? Am I worth less? What if that goes away? Then, then what? Will people not take me as seriously in the fitness industry? What does that mean? Will people stop liking me if I don't have those abs? Because that is what they constantly say to compliment me. Yes. Those things, we've got to really, we've got to have a full stop on that because it's not helpful for women who are, even if you're commenting, trying to celebrate a woman's weight loss, for, for example, What they just heard is now that you are worth more now that you have lost some type of weight, regardless of how it happened, right? Even if it happened in the healthiest way, if they got sick, this is the most toxic way is if someone gets sick and says like, Hey, but I lost 10 pounds. And it's like, you've been ill. I'm sorry. You are ill. Like, we are ignoring I'm not the celebrating your illness. Yes. Like we're ignoring the humanity behind these things because we've put image first. And that's a really dangerous place to be. And we've gotten so deep there that we can't even see the difference. We can't even see our way out of it. We don't know how to compliment another person without using their physical appearance. So we're going to have to retrain ourselves. And I've had to do this for me personally. Oh, and I, this, this is my idea. So much work, right? For like, me. yeah, it, like we we came up with this and we struggle with it. So I I don't want you to think like, oh man, I commented about another woman. Oh, um, 
Kelsey and Rachel said that's not good. No, this is so ingrained and it's so hard to change your language around what you want to say because you want to celebrate something that someone is doing well, right? Or like you want to celebrate things that they, people have been working on. You know, you want to see and acknowledge what they're doing in their life. And how we often do that is with their physical appearance. But what I really challenge you to do is see a little bit deeper than that. Just today, I said, oh my God, Alicia, I love your dress. Mm -hmm. Because it was just, it's a super cute dress on her. And I wanted her to know how much um, I noticed and saw how, you know, incredible it looked on her. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, (laughs) with something else, with something else. I try to pair it with something else. Mm -hmm. and oh my God, you're so, you, your smile today. Like I said, I say to Alicia all the time, like yes. when I come in, your smile just lights up the whole room. Like you mm-hmm. put me in a better mood mm-hmm. that like, you are so funny. You yeah. are always making me laugh, Alicia. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's such a pleasure to be around you because I'm just like always laughing. Yeah. Cause the energy you bring, but what you're really saying is the energy you bring to a room is so it catches fire that like, it makes me feel good to just be around you. I know that, you know, from a fitness standpoint, I've done this with people that I trained with. And I know that when I notice, you know, at first I'll notice my training partner's composition, body composition, changing a little, changing a little bit, but that's not the thing that I'm really wanting to focus on. What I'll say is you've been working so hard lately and it is really paying off. You're you are so much fitter than you were six months ago. I know you're talking about Isley because yeah. her, her <laughs> the amount of body comp changes is it's not even you can't even ignore it. Mm-hmm. But you know what? There are so many things to say because Isley has like incredible abs right now, yeah. and and I I is doing everything in my power to not be like Isley Jesus, your abs are popping. Mm-hmm. Instead, I'm like the things that the amount you've been working on mm-hmm. your fitness is so admirable. I am I am in awe of your hard work and dedication because those are things that are deeply ingrained mm-hmm. that are I feel more I feel more complimentary. Are you tearing up on Isley right now? Well, <laughs> she's working so hard and it's like and yes, we could all look at her abs and be like, "Oh, look." But mm-hmm. like there's going to be a time where that doesn't exist, but her dedication mm. is something that that is what I'm here to clap about. Not yeah. your damn abs. Like yes. that's a that's a subset, you know. It's a byproduct, it's a byproduct of mm-hmm. of who you really are. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we all are as women are really complimenting when we when we compliment someone's appearance. What we're actually saying is, I love your confidence. Yeah, I love. I admire what you've done here. In this, in this area, I admire what you bring here in this room. You know, there, it's so much more than that. And if we take it a step further, it's even more meaningful. That's, that's what I'm just challenging people to do. I'm challenging them to say the actual thing that they're thinking Mm -hmm. is if you're saying, "Uh, oh my God, I wish I had your lips. The actual thing that you're saying is I hate my own lips. Mm -hmm. So let's just uncover that for what it is. And instead let's move to, if you are looking at a woman and you are, and she is just like, so she's just reeking confidence Mm -hmm. and beauty. Say that in the way that you really want to say it, right? Mm. Your confidence right now is freaking lighting up this room. Yeah. 
You're, I always say, I always go to vibes because sometimes I can't like identify it. I'm just like, you, your vibe is like on point right now and I am here for it. So I'll say things like that. Like, I'm just here for it. I'm just here to be around you because your vibes are just, they're giving me energy today. I've said that to Alicia right now. Like, your vibes are on point and I'm just here for it. We're big Alicia fans. If you yeah. <laughs> but you know what? This is catching, this is catching fire everywhere. Is like you said, when I started saying this, you were like, oh, this is so funny because I just saw an article yesterday mm-hmm. on Jonah Hill asking, imagine oh, men are so like, <sighs> they're so like numb to the, because they don't even know because they've lived in a very different existence than mm-hmm. women. Mm-hmm. Jonah Hill had to come out and say, Hey, to my followers, can you guys please stop commenting on my body first? Like good, good or, or bad. bad? Yeah. Cause so many people are like when, you know, someone is on, um, is something in our mind. Yes. It is like a, a, a fixed character in mm-hmm. our mind, right? We first saw him in a movie X amount of whatever. Yes. It's like, oh, from there on, we need to comment. Oh, you've lost weight, Jonah. Oh, you've gained the weight back, Jonah. Oh, you look like you've been working out again. Mm-hmm. And he just simply asked, can you guys please stop talking about my body? Yes. Talk about anything else. And Can imagine if body? women could come out and say that though. We are so okay with discussing women's bodies. Adele had a similar thing though. You know, she had, when she first start, when she first like introduced to her stardom, she was at a certain weight and then went through, you know, a, a larger weight loss. And that's all people could talk about. This incredibly talented icon. That's what they could talk about. First of all, Kelly Clarkson. Boring. Boring. Like these people have so much more to bring to the table than what they're doing with their body. And, you know, she had come out and said a similar thing. Like I've been so hurt by the reaction that I've gotten from women specifically from the magazines about my weight, my weight loss, what that means. What does it mean to you? How about it means nothing to you? First of all. And let's stop commenting about it. Let's stop talking about people's weight as if it is some type of significance to what they're doing. I know that it's going to be like, uh, it's going to be hard at first. It's been tremendously hard for me because we have been conditioned a certain way for a really long time, especially as women, that the way to compliment other women is, is I mean, that's the way we comment like on little babies. Yes. I noticed like the difference in compliments when um, my friend Jess had a baby a very similar time that I did Mm -hmm. and she had a little girl and I had a little boy. And all people would ever comment on with her daughter is she's so pretty. Yes. Look at her dress. It's so adorable. Mm -hmm. Look how um, she looks like a princess. All about her looks. And about my son, they'd be like, oh, look how fast he is. Yes. Look at how rambunctious. Oh, he's a little dude. Look how, look how high he jumped. It was like Mm -hmm. all on his like things he was doing, Mm -hmm. his like physical things. Yeah. It just, that always just breaks my heart because it's so, it's such from the beginning. And I know like I catch myself doing it because, you know, you see a little girl and you're like, oh my God, she's just beautiful. But that's not what you mean though. That's not what you mean. And the challenge there is to say when it comes down to Ryan is being like, which is just his child, (laughs) is being like your attitude, your sass is amazing. Well, I love it. What it really is, is when 
like a little, a little girl like walks into the room. Mm. She's emitting so much joy from you. And that the, the way we often describe that is she's so beautiful, Mm -hmm. but really what it is, is she's not beautiful to look at. It's her aura. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's what a, a, like a little tiny human that walks in with those cute little clothes and those (laughs) cheeks and those eyes that are so innocent. What we're seeing isn't necessarily beauty, like Mm -hmm. quote unquote, it is just like, it's beauty beyond what you can look at. It's a feeling. Yeah. So I'm just, I, I just think maybe we could challenge people to like try to describe their feelings better. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not that she's so pretty. Yeah. That's not what she's omitting. That's, that's bringing you joy. Mm-hmm. Let's try to find some other words for it. That's mm-hmm. better descriptive. Cause you know what? That is better serving to us. Cause we'll describe ourselves better yes. and it's better received by people because it's not just on a changing physical appearance. Yes. Because we won't have that. It goes away. So if you're in tr- on trend right now, if you're not on trend right now, you know what? You are. You are. We're here to tell you you're on trend. Your body is on trend. Own it. Have the confidence in it. Get clothes that work for you. You know, <laughs> get clothes that work for you. Right now. Not that you work for them. And carry that confidence in to your everyday life. We love you. We love you. Thank you so much for listening to the Thick Thighs Save Lives podcast. If you'd like to join our movement, get in our free app, CVG Nation, available in your app store. We have an amazing community of women, coaches to help you with your movements, challenges, and we give away leggings daily in there. Rachel and I are in there every day, so it's a perfect place to get in touch with us. This podcast is made possible by Constantly Varied Gear, so be sure to check out ConstantlyVariedGear.com. Have an amazing week. Crush your goals.